perfection. <laughs> yeah, that actually, that looked good on my end. <laughs> you know what else looks good? <laughs> you won't hear that because I would have cut it out. So putting in a clap sync bid wouldn't work, huh? <laughs> great, great, great intro. We're off to a great Get start. out your shitty, shitty candy. It's time to have a delicious killer here on Red uh, by Daylight February edition. Like Welcome to the podcast about your favorite Red by Day- Dead by Daylight lore, even. We are here to talk about your favorite killers and your least favorite killers, so you don't have to. <laughs> you were worried about your... I'm Gavin Gaddis. My pronouns are they, them. If you were worried about your intros being flat, you fixed it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of not flat, uh, d- we definitely need something carbonated for today's killer. I'm joined oh. by my dear friends, Cole and Caro. Yeah. Carolyn Minx here. <laughs> Sorry. When you said not flat, I just assumed something about tits or ass was going to follow. Yeah. There will be tits. Oh, good. Yeah. I do enjoy those. Uh, I am to honor the occasion. I'm drinking a ginger ale. Perfect. To, to I have a tummy ache and I'm being so strong about it. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it, I'm kidding for the bit. Uh, pr- uh, pronouns are he, he, him. Don't oh. d- fucking whatever. Don't refer to me. I'm not here. <laughs> don't. I do not exist. Do in Carolina's don't have, is they them. I don't I have am, pronouns. Don't talk about me. I am they them and wine. At the moment, mm-hmm. they why <laughs> slash n, um, today we're talking about a very special character. Uh, probably not the best character to start out the month where we have a newsletter. But by the way, we have a newsletter. It's available at a link that I can't say because it doesn't exist, but it is available. Today we're talking about the plague. Caro, soak Hi. this in. I. Yeah, this is this mm-hmm. is a lot. We're gonna be we're gonna be dealing with all this. No, I love <laughs> this. Oh, she's great. I am obsessed with that headpiece. That is so freaking cool looking. A what lot of her cosmetics that? do headpiece stuff, so you're yes. gonna be very much Look into that. Little, yeah, like, they're very good. Thing. What has happened? I want mm-hmm. all of this. Is so cool. This might be my favorite design so far that I have seen. I love this. Oh my god. <laughs> As usual, we're going to talk about the gameplay side of the killer before then talking about the lore. But before we talk about the lore, I'm going to let Caro take a swing at seeing if they can figure out what the hell this person's deal is. I'm showing my roommate the uh, <laughs> the, the look. <laughs> look at that. Look how cool. It's so good. <laughs> Kalila, Kalila is like our, our little like side character who kind of like shows up. The side character. She rolls up and then like makes a comment, runs like away. The, I love it. The, the off-screen cat. The off-screen, the off-screen cat. cat. Mm-hmm. A little bit. She is <laughs> laughing really hard right now at that. Um, so I um, go back to the other picture, the full-length picture, if you would. Thank you. Wow, that is so cool. <laughs> Let me see the fit. It's so good. Oh my god. Shall we? Shall we instantly ruin her? We're gonna. Yeah. I don't know if this ruins her, but it just God. adds some dimension to what mm. we're talking about. So <sighs> the plague's gameplay. Uh, her main weapon is the profane sensor, C E N S E R. It's the the thing from church with the smudge in it. You wave the, it around, it got the smoke coming out. Oh, oh, the incense thingy that like they fling around in in Catholic exactly. churches. Yes. The, the Catholics the, the, do it a lot. Oh my god, my only experience with that was when I was uh, pregnant and at a Catholic church, and mm. the smell of it. I was so mm-hmm. immediately sick, mm-hmm. and I felt so bad. I was like, I'm so I sorry. I think I think traditionally, <laughs> and I may be wrong about this because I have not stepped inside a church in like 15 years. I think traditionally they burn frankincense. 
Probably. It's got a pretty strong, yeah, which is not a, like mm-hmm. a light, gentle smell. It's mm-hmm. pretty intense. No, it's- but this baby predates Christianity by several hundred years, so we're good. That tracks because most things that Christianity uses. Anyway. Um, In fact, we are talking about our oldest killer today. I'll, I'll spoil that bit of her lore. She's from fucking Babylon. Mm-hmm. Whoa, fuck yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. Um, okay. So sh- her main weapon is the profane sensor. So when you're walking around, the the weapon on screen is her fist up in the middle of the screen, and you see like the chain coming down. And when you attack, you swing the chain to like, and to, like, whack, beat people like hit them with, with the sensor. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You yeah. Get to, you cancel them on social media. Hit them with the sensor. Ha 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 ha. Okay. So her main <laughs> power here. Here comes the bit that evolves this. Her main power is vile purge infects survivors and objects that survivors can interact with. So you run around vomiting pea soup. Yep. Uh, you, you vomit on people. It is a nice. it is a dynamic liquid physics object that like actually splatters <laughs> and moves in the air and shit. Like it's very cool from a technical That's perspective. Cool. I hate it. I it's gross, but <laughs> anything it comes in contact with that can be infected, it will infect it. I I do not like spit. I do not like vomit. Yeah. If it no. comes from inside your mouth, d- no, I ain't spit's nasty. It. Spit is so nasty. Vomit, I'm mm-hmm. so accustomed to as a parent at this I, point that it like doesn't as, do much to me. But I don't enjoy it. <laughs> as someone who has made out with a lot of people, d- you do not need to use a lot of tongue. Please, no. for the love please of God, please don't humble brag. Please, just like little flips of it is good. I don't Can need you, you yeah. to shove that thing down your down my throat. Please, yeah, that's not where that goes. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like don't inside voice. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm I'm in agreement with you on that one cuz like ugh, yeah. <laughs> so her her thing is uh she can throw up on a survivor to infect them directly or infect generators, pallets, shit like that that they have to interact with so that they then in a post-COVID world, this is a completely different killer vibe-wise. God, yeah. But the idea is you're trying to infect them so that then She's after... She's like all those Karens that would like cough on people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. After a couple minutes, the survivor will yeah. then just become injured and they can't heal themselves from that injury until mm-hmm. they go... Find a, a wash station. They find hand wash mm-hmm. stations uh, and they very loudly wash their hands because <laughs> it gives an audio cue for the killer. Mm-hmm. They wash their hands aggressively loudly. Wouldn't you... <laughs> It basically corrupts that pool so that another survivor can't clean themselves in it until... Do they sing happy birthday while they wash their hands? Because that would be fun. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. They do not <laughs> no. sing happy really? birthday twice. It, they don't do it for the full two minutes either. They, <laughs> they splash Damn some it. water and go... We've mm-hmm. learned nothing. nothing. We have learned nothing. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but then this unlocks the secondary thing that she can do. Uh, the plague can then ingest corruption. So basically she like does a hand movement and the like corrupted water comes up out of the bowl and like she eats it. Oh, and oh, that's it basically disgusting. Turn, so no. we turn mm-hmm. the pea soup mm-hmm. into spicy tomato. So instead of infecting a person whenever spicy tomato <laughs> hits somebody, it just it just damages them. Mm-hmm. So you lose the big I'm brain plays of infecting stuff. You're not making pasta, right? Uh, you can't infect random stuff around the map anymore. You can, For a limited time, you can just injure people with it, so it turns you into a ranged killer in mm-hmm. more ways than one. And then Spicy Tomato mm-hmm. goes back to pea soup, and you work from there. Yeah. But that, that, that's basically your thing. You're, you're trying to infect stuff that they will interact with to sort of track where they are on the map, because if they get infected, you know what you tagged earlier. Yeah. Mm. What trap has been set. 
And then you just want to, you know, you want to you want to get them infected to the point where they are injured and can't heal themselves until they use one of those water fountains and you find them before they find a water fountain. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now we talk about perks. Yeah. So perks uh, start with corrupt intervention, which basically means at the start of a game, the three furthest generators are locked for a minute to I think like a minute and a half. Um, it's really good for like keeping games in that tight circle mm-hmm. in the very beginning so you can uh, infect more folks. Um, after that, it's infectious fight, mm-hmm. which means that when you down a survivor, uh, survivors within a short radius um, in the dying state are revealed to you. Um, and then uh, uh, last oh, but not okay. least, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, last but not least is dark devotion, which means uh, which is an obsession perk, which means that when you hit your obsession, they get a a sort of um, terror radius and you become undetectable, which means that any time a survivor tries oh. to get close to their teammate, they think a killer's chasing them. Kind of, um, it's cruel, oh, have we but had also that before or something like that before. No, um, I don't think it, we have. Okay, interesting. It's very cool. It's very cruel. Um, but also, since there are a bunch of survivor perks that can negate that one, and also a lot of times people will play survive with friends, so they can just communicate where they are on the map True. over voice chat. Great idea, but also cool. we have the technology. Huh. Right. <laughs> Everything about Dead by Daylight is like, oh, that's cool. Good thing there's not four other things that counter it. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Good idea on paper. Skills are important. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Now let's Hmm. communicate what's going on in that there brain. Uh, Carol, what do you think her whole deal is? I mean, I mean, I okay. Just as a preface, I don't know shit about Babylon, so I'm. I don't (laughs) want to like. So we're fine. Act Mm -hmm. like. No, you know what I mean. Like I don't want to be like, oh, she must be this and this, because I don't want to like. I don't want to like get it wrong. It's like it's you know I don't want to like fuck up cultural shit or whatever. Um, but the the lore isn't super specific oh. about it either. Much like the rest of Dead by Daylight. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, I mean, looking at her and with the thing that she's holding, oh, what is that called again? A sensor. sensor. Yeah, I'm yeah. like you know priestess vibes. Priestess. Mm-hmm. You know, slightly culty, but like <clears throat> in a good way. Mm-hmm. Cult, but make it aesthetic. But, like, very cool. Like, I, I'm interested. She looks very much like someone who, going off of just the, the vibe that I got from the design, I'm like, she looks like someone who maybe rose to power in some way. And whether that, I, and I guess, like I said, priestess immediately, and I guess that would be, like, mm-hmm. or, like, was was an oracle a thing? Were oracle? I don't know where oracles <laughs> came from. But it just feels along those lines, like, someone who would have mm-hmm. this power and be seen as, like, holy or blessed in some way or gifted in some kind of supernatural holy way but then maybe is either is either genuinely does have those powers and then starts using them in corrupt ways or doesn't have those powers and it's like a big scam Mm. and then has to like kill people to hide the scam or like and and maybe there's a plague and they're like oh you can heal us and it turns out no she's patient fucking zero She's typhoid Mary. <laughs> I was also thinking about how in some cultures, things like fire are seen as cleansing. Mm-hmm. And like, 
what if this was one of those situations where something like sickness was somehow seen as a cleansing thing? Mm-hmm. Like you're sick and you're 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 throwing up, you're vomiting out all this like bad stuff that's inside you, like how people mm-hmm. used to bleed someone or like do something. <laughs> it's a cleanse. Yeah, but I mean, but really, like that's kind of what came to mind when you're talking about like vomiting on people and like ex you know, expelling this mm-hmm. thing that's inside of you. I don't know. I just had food poisoning like a week ago. So this is on <laughs> yeah, my own. Yeah, um, this is a poorly timed. Where, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> or a fantastically timed one. I have the sense memory. Um, but it's it's like when you kind of tie it into something that's like a, a priestly, holy clergy. I don't know. Would that be clergy? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of thing. It's like if someone is sick or doing something dist- w- that we would think of as destructive, like fire, but mm-hmm. they are looking at it as a cleansing thing. Or like I was thinking about people that used to bleed someone to balance the humors or like the yeah. leeches and stuff like, like that ble- to cure yes, something. Yes, exactly. Where it's take – yeah. It's taking something out of you. It is something that is destructive and they are seeing it as healing and cleansing in some way. That could be a really interesting – And like – Kind of on, they were kind of on the right track of needing to remove stuff, but like not quite. It, yeah, yeah. Like the idea was there. the 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 general thought of something is wrong inside you, and it needs to be taken out so that you can feel better. But just not realizing at the time because the science wasn't there and the research mm-hmm. wasn't there. Fair enough, you know to be like, yeah, you're on the right track, but that wasn't what we're going for. Like. <laughs> But I, I I don't know. I'm really interested to see what this person's – yeah. Congratulations. You've, A, made a better batch story. I didn't really, like, come up with lore so much as a vibe. Uh-huh. Um, you, you've created better <laughs> vibes. Um, and, B, uh, this is another killer who kind of did nothing wrong. Yes. Also, the vomit comes into her backstory 0%. Mm. Uh- <laughs> well, it, it comes in, like, 5%. There is a line – so they were just like, it's plague. Have her puke. <laughs> Let's talk about Adiris. Uh, yes. This is Adiris. Adiris, the aesthetic is flawless. The aesthetic is flawless. I think they came up with the vomiting thing first mm-hmm. and then backwards mm-hmm. engineered something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adiris's backstory contains religious trauma, dismemberment, religious trauma, infectious disease, religious trauma, and vomiting. Can can you tell the overall theme? Oh, and um, I think I think there's some. I think there's also some more religious trauma. There I might think. be. We'll there look and we'll look and find out. My God, that's stressful. The deal with the dearest is she's the youngest of seven kids to a family in Babylon, and they dump her at the steps of the Temple of Purgation. Uh, so she's basically just like the church cat, but she's a person. So she's mm-hmm. just like raised in a church. <laughs> Um, temple. She's the uh, she's the Diddy Nav from the Lot Tomb series. Do they say why they just kind of were like take this kid? Nah, they're just like I, she lives she lives with uh, the religious people. It's fine. Look, seven kids is a lot. Sometimes you know, sometimes you can't handle that's, them all. Oh, that's true. So she's basically like cleaning that's the place fair. up. She has. Uh, she has formed this belief that the gods have a plan for her. That's mm-hmm. why she was abandoned at the steps of the Temple of Purgation, etc., you know, etc. As you do. She's, like, cleaning up around the place. Then this plague starts breaking out in the city, and uh, it causes a lot of people to start showing up. She takes over, basically, uh, and she becomes this – she's called, like, the high priestess of Babylon. 
everyone else dies and she's the only person okay. who like knows how to do the ceremony and because she's they gotcha. describe her as being like really beautiful and so of course it makes sense for her to be the next high priestess well and like to that actually has some historical mm-hmm. precedence of like beauty equaling being blessed by a god that's like a thing that i yeah I, in like a, a lot of ancient societies, I believe, I think, like believe, really yes. truly believe, like if you had outer beauty, it was because you were in some way blessed. And it's, it's like, because you know, God made you hot. Okay, it's kind of shitty, but I kind of get it. <laughs> God made you hot for a reason. To quote the lore, the great hall was packed with followers who bowed down as Adiris entered. She strode to the brick altar and grabbed a ceremonial dagger forged in silver. Her ruby ringed fingers wrapped around the blade like claws. The sudden display of luxury intrigued the followers, who were struck already by her youth and beauty. She finds the blade in a... uh... As she began reciting the epic of creation, a woman at the back swooned and collapsed. Adiris rushed to her and noticed the black (laughs) blisters covering her feet. Without (laughs) without hesitation... Uh, without hesitation, Adiris grabbed the sacred blade and swung it at her own foot, severing a toe. Then she offered the bloody part to the gods, asking them to protect the woman. Mm-hmm. A silence fell over the followers, who revered Adiris as Gay. their new priestess. <laughs> she uh, she finds the blade in like a secret Sorry. passageway in the uh, in the temple and is like, "This mm. this is what God has chosen me for." This blade that was gotcha. placed here by my elders before me must be a sign from God that I, you know, can can cure people of the plague. So far, this is genuinely interesting lore. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and the temple praises the sea goat. It so is a far, sea I'm goat, into it. Half goat, half fish. In Jewish oral history, sea goats are mentioned. Yeah, they are. So that's why I was just checking. <laughs> <laughs> I've given you your free as a Jew for the episode since you've missed out on like three as episodes. As a Jew, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so essentially <laughs> she yeah. ends up getting the plague. Um, she starts showing signs of infection, um, like a cough and a phlegm and stuff. And so in order to like not reveal that she Are isn't this super, super powerful, they might be praising her. They're, well, there's not much of a they, they are praising her. Her her mentality is like maybe if I banish myself to the mountains, yeah. it will cause the gods like, to spare the city. Mm, okay, so nothing like the end of perfume. Just kidding. <laughs> she wears like veils and like covers up signs of infection, and then when it doesn't go away, she takes a couple followers and goes up to a cave. Um, they mentioned okay. that she she like. Th- kind of throws up where she lays and like isn't strong enough to do to like move or go barf somewhere else and like uh her kind of an kind of not super climactic of her being taken is just they go into this cave and then the fog takes them. She makes one final... Kneeling among her retching followers, uh, Adris makes one last prayer. The black fumes of incense rose uh, into the damp air before being wiped off by a cold breeze. Neither the body of uh, Adris nor those of her followers were ever found. Many tales of her return, but no one truly knew what fate had befallen the high priestess of Babylon. Which that's a pretty good last sentence. Mm-hmm. It may not be super action packed or anything, but that that the, the high priestess of Babylon ending that's pretty, pretty good. cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's not bad. So 
what she didn't do anything wrong. She didn't do anything. She, not really. She did nothing she didn't wrong. She didn't do anything. She was just doing she was she what the fuck? Mhm. What what? This mm-hmm. is the caro check me just going what, Okay, what? here is like, she, here is my What did she do besides here dress is better my, than anyone in this fucking game? <laughs> here is my theory. I think the knife I think the knife okay. was left by the entity. I think that by cu- oh, self-sacrificing and like cutting off a toe and doing all this stuff to the like with the knife made it like a, a sacrifice. But also that sounds a lot more interesting than It's like what oh surprise you actually were doing a blood oath. Mhm. Um that's not fair. You can't do surprise blood oaths. So the the part two of the lore tries to fix this. Okay, does it? Okay, okay. That attempts to correct for the fact that she did fuck all in the original lore by being like, oh, by the way, the temple to the sea goat does human sacrifice, so she killed a couple Aww. people that way. But also, there's this guy who discovers atheism. He works, he's like her mentor, and he's like, hey, all this shit that the people in charge are telling you to tell them about the gods and how they work, that's bullshit. I figured it out, man. This isn't... It, and it's one of those tragic things where, like, he's right from a modern perspective, but, like, she's so ingrained in yeah. what she understands that he's like, listen, meet me in this place at night fair. and we'll escape the city together. And she goes down there with the sensor and beats mm-hmm. the shit out of him, then stabs him with the knife to kill him. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Good. She sacrifices Sorry. him in the name of the gods, and that. and she also does it's a human sacrifice in that part too. Yeah, no, it's pretty badass. Like from her perspective, she did the right thing. Um, Way to gaslight, gatekeep, and girl boss. Exactly. I mean, that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, mm, I get that they're trying to be like, oh, but she did something bad. But I'm like, but you're using this person's like. And their society's entire belief system that they genuinely think is true as like a, well, you should have magically known it wasn't. So, and it's like how, I don't know. I take issue with that because my thought is like. Uh, On one hand, pissing off a a religious extremist probably isn't the best idea. On the other hand, you probably should have known that pissing off a religious extremist probably wasn't the best idea. Obviously, don't like, you know, don't like kill people if it's not. I, but, but there are so many, I don't know, I feel weird being like, well, obviously human sacrifice is bad. Because like so many, there are a lot of societies throughout history that did that. And we can look on it now and be like, yeah, we have, we, our we have a different like, set of, an of morals and obligations than a society completely based around religion. Um, completely different from us and, and in a completely different time, completely different place, one that we can't even fathom. So it's like this is me getting a little real about this, but I'm like, I don't feel great about it yeah i still don't think she did i don't know i have this is this is me we're getting into special interest territory a little bit with me um (laughs) i have a genuine fascination i do though i have a genuine fascination with um religious fundamentalism um and i my interest in it uh tends to relate to how it um relates to american politics and you know Mm -hmm. modern uh modern politics evangelism that kind of thing um the religious right all that shit. Um, moral majority bullshit. You know what I mean? And like, so that's where my interest is. 
But because I have an interest in that, because I've done a certain amount of of learning about it and and kind of reflecting on it, I think that I do tend to give actually a certain amount of grace to people who have like who are taking time to figure out like, oh, hey, this thing that I grew up in and was so insulated by is maybe not awesome. Um, But I think it's absolutely bananas to expect someone to just arrive at that organically with no outside influence or help. You know, Mm -hmm. so for someone to just roll up and be like, oh, actually, the gods aren't real. And you're just supposed to be like, oh, okay, like, that's not fair. I don't think Um, to you know what I mean? Like, that's not fair. First to to just be like, oh, well, I found this and it says you're wrong. It's like, okay, and this says I'm right. So like now what? Let's get rid of just (laughs) everything we've built our entire community around because of the word of some guy. Granted, that is kind of how it worked with Jesus. And I'm sorry, but your brain does not instantly rewire. Yeah. I I missed a thing. Here's something very important about her in part two of the lore. The 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 old mentor is like, hey, listen, I wasted my life on this, and we just sacrificed a guy. Like, mm. we gotta we gotta stop mm-hmm. in two weeks. Mm. Let's leave. Go pray on it. And the fact that you hear nothing from the gods is going to show you enough to come out, come mm. with me, and leave this place. And then she goes and prays to the gods, and the entity gives her a whisper back, mm. and it tells her to atone. See, that's not fair. Yeah. And then she goes and fla- she flagellates herself with a thing with a cat of nine tails with hooks on it. And then um, has a like fever dream. I don't know if it's a fever dream, but it mentions her sweating through the sheets. She's okay, oh, so hot mm-hmm. in the bed. Um, ah. She like sweats through the sheets. Her scabs stick to the sheets because it's a horror game. So we got to put in something gross. Mm. Ooh. Um, but then she realizes mm. like, oh, I need to atone by killing this guy. Mm. So... It says a whisper. It doesn't explicitly say the entity, but it's clear it's the entity that's fucking mm-hmm. with her at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, and that is not fair. That's not, that's cheating. It's fucking cheating. And I hate <laughs> that. That makes me mad. Because, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I get that you, you can't expect. Yeah, but that's that's what the entity is. It It's. Yeah, obviously you cannot expect this thing to play by the rules, but it just, it's like... I think that I like a lot better of, like, you can absolutely mm-hmm. tell the entity's influence. The doubt being planted. Um, we talked, yeah, we talked a lot about the entity mm-hmm. trying to mm-hmm. make killers by fueling on that grief and that rage. And that's, like, yeah. that's such a... That's... Uh, yeah. I, and that makes I really a lot like more that as, sense. A, as a plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when you add in the fact that, okay, she was given this, what she took to be a sign. Mm-hmm. She was given what she took to be permission to do this. Obviously, she, she sure, she could have stopped for a second and gone, was that that? <laughs> you know, maybe thought about it for a minute. But when you're, again, when you're like. I, I think that that brings up the, the really good, what happens when good men do bad things? What happens when, mm-hmm. you know you mm-hmm. kill someone because you think you were meant to. Yeah. Where is the line? Where is mm-hmm. the line? How close is anyone to crossing it? And what do you do after you've crossed it? And does it matter why you crossed it? Right. We're getting into some deep shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are. 
Um, and to talk more about like overarching Uh-oh. things of Dead by Daylight, I think we see with the realm something that almost happened in Dead by Daylight. Um, her map is technically in the realm of the Red Forest, which you would just think is just the realm of the Huntress, because mm-hmm. Mother's Cabin is the only other map in the Red Forest pack. But Temple of Purgation is this Babylonian temple that is like out of place. Like the temple is just yeah. in a forest. Like it, it looks like it's in the mm-hmm. Black Forest in Germany, but this thing obviously doesn't belong so here. So fucking cool looking. <laughs> it almost feels like the the idea that behavior is working with was there would be killers whose realms are like that there is a realm that is the red forest and the red forest is sort of a grab bag where the entity is like blending Mm -hmm. shit from the realities of the different killers together. So like the forest part is just because there is a scary forest everywhere in the world, basically. So like that is a, that is a ur text of horror. So it's not that the Mm -hmm. huntress lived in a forest. It's that the huntress's mom's cabin exists and it happens that that cabin is in the red forest. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it almost is like there was going to be a thing where like five or six killers are in the red forest and multiple killers are in that, you know, like a desert area or like almost like there were going to be different zones around which if your character had the right vibes, they would get a map in that realm. But now it has turned into a realm can be one map and one map only. And that's it. Uh, and things have changed over time. That that's what it kind of feels like to me. This map's pretty decent. <laughs> that's all I got to say about it. It's got a it's got a generator in the basement that causes the building to open up and all the doors open. And you see the sacrificing area where she killed mm-hmm. the guy. That's pretty fun. There's a there's Badass. a cool uh like plaque with some uh QA form like glyphs and stuff on it. Ooh. Um, that talk about like I also love all the, the king. Mm hmm. If like, there was a 2000s go- like horror anyway, movie about her, this would be the final set mm-hmm. that they spent all the mm-hmm. money on. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. And, it, and there would be some like very weird CGI background mm-hmm. just outside it. This looks very, very cool. Again, aesthetically, I'm all in <laughs> Like on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is very cool. <laughs> I am very curious about the Mori for this one. Uh, hang on, let me try to... Okay, this is the actual one. She just beats the crap out of you with the sensor. There actually is one where she just beats the crap out of you. Here's the OG, like, this is the one for normal Dead by Daylight plague. She hits you with the sensor over the back of the head. (laughs) She praises something. All right, no, she she chokes you with it, pukes directly in your mouth. Good for her. I I can't. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Is the choking doing it for you? I can't. I hate that. It's uh, it's a lot. Anything that could oh. be there for me tint wise just isn't because of the vomit. All right. Now, uh, let's look at the three other Mori animations that exist in in Dead by Daylight mobile. So she beats you on the back of the head. I think this is the OG one. I think this is like what it looks like for mobile. Yeah, this is what it looks like for mobile. Uh, so this is the core one. But I'm really digging her this- little like arms out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's ready. Good for her. This is I she's think this is exclusive great. for this <laughs> cosmetic that she's wearing. She's got Ooh. a bunch of like spirit shit going on, so she hits you. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It just chokes the okay. shit out of you. See that that I did it into. And then this <gasps> one has some spirit vibes. 
Oh, cool. Dwight's getting choked out by ghosts, and then he like sort of is reaching for the sensor, and it steals his soul out of his eyes oh, and mouth. Cool. That one's kinkier, I think. Choked I think that third ghosts. one's choked out by yeah, ghosts. Cole's memoir. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> <laughs> title of your sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> now. I mean, she looks great. You know, she looks great. She's glowing. She's great. She's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. We love her. No notes. She's beautiful. Now for the 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 fashion She's hour. A model. It's time for the fashion show. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. Uh, she actually has I'm good fashion for this one, too. Because I love I love the base style for her. It's so cool. She looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a cool cosplay. I would think. Like, do people do that? Because the makeup potential for that. Like the special effects makeup you could do so freaking hard, but so cool. I saw someone make their leg look like, um, like scale, like rock scales that had cracked open once. So like people could do like some PETA from Hunger Games shit. People can do some cool ass makeup with it. Yeah, with three, with three printing. Put on mascara today, and it was challenging. So it's different. They, they've. What was that? Someone I was watching on um on Instagram. Someone made a way of printing uh 3d printing onto fabric Ooh. um and so they were able to print like mm. a sleeve of scales and it was gorgeous um mm. like not to mention the fact you can 3d print chain mail well, that's cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like cosplay steps cosplay has stepped its pussy up like Mm-hmm. So this is the first like sort of departure from the normal but recolored look. Uh, mm-hmm. Rush to nomad, um, hmm. despite the uh, dis- desperate to appease the god of mayhem and pestilence, the priestess exiled herself from the city of Babylon, never to return. Uh, she has kind of a pine That's cone cool. looking sensor here, uh, or like a pineapple if you're a swinger. <laughs> um, and then we've got this excellent celestial <laughs> salvation. Wait, what? Wait, hold on, hold on. Go back to the pineapple thing. Oh, the the whole thing with the swinger communities, they use the pineapple as a Ye- fucking like. As like a sign, a symbol. Oh, interesting. Um, like that sometimes. That means something very different in the South. Yeah, like sometimes just when you. just means welcome to our home. <laughs> yeah, this one means welcome to our home, but. <laughs> which which I think is the thing. I, I don't know if the swingers actually do it or if it was an internet meme that the swingers embraced. Uh, little column That's A, a little column B, way. I think. Because, like, you you can be welcome <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> I, I was about to say, like, it's just sort of like, uh, welcome to our home. Like, every, like, southern mom with everything monogrammed has, like, a pineapple on her door. So, like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. We could Here's a sea goat worshiper, a lavish ceremony meant to invoke the god of water and mischief for a final cleanse from affliction. I, um, I like that one. I liked the uh, the the sensor for it. Uh, I I dig it. The sensor is like cool. a globe. Mm-hmm. With like some cool spikes mm-hmm. and stuff. Then we have like a Marvel villain ass looking headpiece here mm-hmm. with the priestess of the damned, uh, worn during the holiest days or in the most desperate desperate circumstances, and sure to draw the sea goat's attention. It's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> it's really fucking cool, man. Uh, here we have like, evil I'm Statue of Liberty this. with her whole titty out. Uh, the high priestess's <laughs> flesh was covered with swollen abscesses. Oh, she looks like the guy from um, the, the, the fucking Lord of the Rings. What am I oh, thinking of? Oh, uh, Sauron's the, the, armor, mm. yeah. No, yeah. not quite, but yeah. The I am no man, <laughs> that guy. Um, yeah. Love it. 
No notes. Yeah. Uh, that, that's her. That that's sort of her animation Glorious. situation. Fantastic. Uh, she. I don't know if she's actually saying anything. Her voice lines are a lot of like, like the plague was the first failure to speak in an actual, albeit dead, language. Okay, but... so they're actually trying to like get close to something. Yes. Mm. And here's the blight look. Very cool. I always love the blight and look. I, I noticed so they cool. healed the one side of her face for the blight look. Mm-hmm. Like that that that's the mm. clearest her skin ever gets. So um, I guess she must be Babylonian. Yeah. Ancient Mesopotamian. <laughs> uh and then this is a uh this is a cosmetic eye unlocked randomly. Ooh. There is an interesting like if you if you ever feel like going down like a Wikipedia rabbit hole, like the connection between Judaism and Babylon, it's pretty interesting mm-hmm. to read about. I'm not gonna there's too much. But it is interesting. So <laughs> uh the voice actor for the play uh is undisclosed. It's Ooh. she's not credited. It's somebody who works at behavior oh. then. They're mm-hmm. all people who work at behavior mm-hmm. that were just like, Can you get on mic? Um <laughs> I will point out there's this excellent goofy cosmetic eye unlocked at randomly that oh, it's is a pimp. It's, it's a, a gumball, gumball dispenser machine. instead of a sensor. God, that's so good. Okay, I love that. I haven't used it in game yet, but I really want it to have a custom sound effect where it it rattles when you shake it's it. It's the only thing I would use. <laughs> that's the only thing I would use. It's so funny. Uh, but yeah, that is, in oh fact... The total totality of the fashion show. It's time for Cole's Horny Corner, where we find out how horny Cole is for a vomiting lady. You're going to be... This is going to be an interesting one. Oh, I forgot to mention, her name in the community is Vami Mommy. Yes, Vami Mommy. Vami Mommy, no! As you'll be unsurprised to find out, um, uh, Mm -hmm. bottom five... Uh, with <laughs> yeah, a score yeah. of 12. Yeah. Um, That's fair. Uh-huh. Um, oh, sit please bitch out there. read. Please mm-hmm. read that top line for us, Cole. Uh, uh, Adrius, the plague, sickest bitch out there. Um, <laughs> really needs to go to the hospital or at least take a nap. You can tell I wrote this during the pandemic. Six feet, please. absolutely not no no thank you um i nothing yeah. about her maury's any the mobile games yes she made it a, an extra point or two now but didn't know that when i when i made this um and like i said anything that could be sexy about that is immediately not not my thing no no thank you <laughs> What's the opposite of a horny corner? <laughs> the chased, the no chased corner? lounge. Uh, a fuck no corner. The fuck no corner. Uh, 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 not even with a twelve foot pole corner. So here's the thing: I'm on Rule Thirty Four Dot XXX as usual. I am concerned mm-hmm. about what you're gonna find. That's the thing. As it might not surprise you to learn. Most of the horny artwork, there are there's 72 entries for the plague, and most of them just sort of pretend that she doesn't have anything fucked up going on with her skin. There's no vomit involved. Uh, there, I mean, there are a couple. There's one of there's actually one that very explicitly Cowards. involves it. But like, <laughs> even the ones where it's like her throwing up, they clearly Ugh. like 
decided to make her what if she didn't catch the plague which that's the whole fucking point of her uh there's a lot of 3d animated i'm like look i i find it gross but i also am like cowards Uh, absolutely cowards. absolutely <laughs> You're gonna do it, do uh, it. archive of our own has 178 so not much but still more than i would think respectable mm-hmm. um let's see who do they who do they ship her with let's see <laughs> um uh the ghost oh i don't think they actually ship her with anyone all right i'm linking uh nudity but like her <laughs> they it has just her in-game model in it like oh, she's God. not nude or anything <laughs> but she's doing this like head, like titty. presentation pose no, it's good, hilarious good for her good for her load faster I love that we're making Caro's <laughs> shitty internet do AOL JPEG loading of some titties I found on rule34.xxx. It's very funny. <laughs> okay. Um, to wrap things up, it's time to rank her. I'm going to be real with y'all. Last time, wasn't super impressed with Legion. This time around, I don't know. I'm kind of gunning for her. Like she, mm-hmm. I know she's not like sexy, but like... I like the lore. I really do. Honestly, no, like, but she's I find interesting, her... and that's okay. I'm hovering my mouse here at <laughs> at, at between Trapper and Wraith because okay. fuck Evan. Yeah, all right. I actually I put I sh- her pretty high in terms of just being interesting and looking really cool. I could concede putting her between a Trapper and Nurse. <laughs> Trapper and Nurse. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. So that would make that her right. the fifth coolest right. person here in vibes. Hmm. <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, we could always we could always put her a little bit further down. No, we don't have no, to... it's fine. Get the poor woman in antiemetic. She'll be fine. <laughs> this lady needs a moxicillin and a week off. Uh, <laughs> maybe a tube of neosporin. <laughs> she'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ginger ale and saltines. She'll be fine. Oh, ginger ale and saltines. Uh, That's medicine. Oh, in, ra- around these parts, it was Sprite and saltines. Um, that oh. is now our 15th ranking so far. We are 15 down. Uh, Freddy Krueger can eat shit. He's down there at the very <laughs> bottom. I think there's like 28. Fuck Freddy. Uh, there are 30 wow. minimum. Yeah. Another might come out by the time we catch up. Ish, ish, yeah, halfway ish point. Wow, Uh, yeah. (laughs) And to celebrate us getting halfway ish, and Freddie can still suck a dick. Freddie can still (laughs) suck a dick. To celebrate us getting halfway ish through the roster, why don't you head on over to the link in the description (laughs) and sign up for the Red by Daylight newsletter? We will email you once a month with cool media recommendations like the ones we're about to do now cole nope you got nothing uh give me a sec i know i will give you i will do something then i will do something then um i with my christmas bonus from work i purchased a media server to like rip all my dvds and stuff and put them like on there to like have my own netflix where i don't have to actually take the discs out and put them in anything anymore which means i now have just a shitload of stuff available to me. And I also have maybe gone to some secondhand media stores and purchased way too many DVDs uh, lately just for the funsies Good. of it. Good. This 
This has zero horror vibes, what I'm about to recommend, but Mm -hmm. I think it is worth your time. The Kingdom of Dreams and Madness is one of the better documentaries about a bitter old man I've ever seen in my life. If you ever wanted to see what it's like at Studio Ghibli and have a camera crew follow Hayao Miyazaki around while he begrudgingly makes the wind rises, uh, Hayao Miyazaki is a man who has one of the most amazing imaginations. He's one of the most visionary people to work in film, it seems like. But he's also a curmudgeon to the nth degree. He has a whiteboard in his house where he keeps track of Japan's economy because he has a hyperfixation <laughs> with Japan's economy ever since the bubble bust in the 90s and fuck the yen. Um, Fair enough. He's, he's, he's one of those people that like they will talk about the most <laughs> depressing shit, but then you turn around and like he's drawn something whimsical. You're like, how the fuck is this even possible? Hell yeah. Uh, I, I can talk about mine. Um, go read the Murderbot Diaries by Martha Holy Wells. Holy shit. Um, fuck uh, it, me, it's so uh-huh. good. Um, I need I to read just... that. I've heard only mm-hmm. good things. Um, I just went, I I read the first one and I'm halfway through, uh, the second, um, it is a science fiction series about a part robot, robot, part human, um, uh, bot who calls themselves security unit, but also calls themselves murder bot because, because of spoilers. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's very good. It's really weird about like, it's one of those like characters who's like yeah i've done a i've done bad things because i was told to i don't deserve anything and everyone else around them is like mm, no murder no bot. how about how about we treat you like a person Murderbot breaks its programming because it finds out tv exists and that's not me being oversimplification no. about it this this murder this murder clone robot cyborg thing has like hundreds of hours of uh soap operas downloaded and just wants to watch those and not have to do horrible things it's been told to do this character would rather uh this character learns socialization through watching television Murderbot is possibly one of the better autistic characters I've ever read. Yes. <laughs> the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that... I was just about to say, is this... Murderbot actively dislikes interacting with mm-hmm. people, but also has a soft spot deep inside somewhere where it just begrudgingly <laughs> is like, I have to protect these people yeah. for reasons. Um, it It's... it's God, it's such a good series, and I'm not even halfway through with it please please don't read the murderbot diaries and if you are fond of audiobooks uh kevin r free mm. reads them and kevin r free kicks the fucking shit out Hell of yeah. it. he is so good i'm gonna recommend uh a youtuber named alvin joe um z-h-o-u oh he has some of the most soothing videos i have ever i love yes. his stuff um if you watch if you like binging with babish he's <laughs> on there now mm-hmm. yeah but he has his own channel where he does these beautifully shot there's no commentary they're very quiet and very oh his tiramisu one. Oh, um, it's so yeah, good uh <laughs> gavin just pulled them mm-hmm. up the tiramisu one is gorgeous every one of them he does these kind of like oh it takes a hundred ish you know a hundred plus hours to make a tiramisu or it does 
or it's like a 72-hour beef wellington. And he takes you through all the steps. It's very slow and comfy. But he's also, like, really charming and really funny. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. It's just, like, if you just need, like, a video that's some... I think most of his videos are, like, around the 15-minute mark. If you just need, like, 15 minutes to feel good about life, like, I highly recommend. They are a nice little reset. Mm -hmm. Um, I love to cook. And all his food looks absolutely beautiful. He's also branched out and has started doing some documentaries about, like, a day in the life of, like, a a barbecue restaurant in Texas, I think. Or um, I think it was Texas. And then another one that was, like, a day in the life of a Sichuan chef or something like that. And I'm hoping he does more. Because he's he's a re- he's really talented. Mm-hmm. Like he's really good at what he does. Um, I would love. I hope that he does more and more kind of these like no commentary documentary yeah. things because they're really lovely and they're just again beautifully shot. Um, but not in the like. And I like Chef's Table. I do enjoy that, but it's not like that. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It doesn't feel like, oh, we're being fancy. It's just it's just presenting like beautiful because food is beautiful and presenting it in a really pretty way. But in a way that's like, oh, I could make that in my kitchen. That feels comfortable yeah. to me. And you just it for me um, brings up the same feelings as like when I would just sort of quietly be watching my grandmother cook. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like that same kind of like, oh, this feels nice. So yeah, highly, highly recommend uh, his stuff. I think it's fantastic. Hell yeah. And with that, we find ourselves at the bit where I say who we're talking about <laughs> next week. And next week, oh. he, the boy is back in town. We're having some fun. My favorite son. Our favorite oh. son. Uh, oh. We've talked about our favorite wife. Now we're going to talk about our favorite mm-hmm. son. Next week, we're talking about the one, the only, Ghostface. And then the week after oh, that, God. we're going to talk about... <laughs> The week after that, we're going to talk about Demogorgon, which is going to be the only time we talk about a killer I haven't played because I am not spending 80 goddamn Mm -hmm. dollars. What? Which, if anyone out there in Dead by Daylight land has a Demogorgon code lying around for Steam and would like to give it to me, (laughs) I'll do it. But I'm not spending $80 on eBay for it. Eighty dollars. It's a it's a long story. That's fair. Well, it's a short story, but it's it's a long story. It, it, we'll talk about it when we talk about mm-hmm. the Demogorgon. Uh, but until next time, when we talk about Ghostface, yeah. it's a short story with long feelings. <laughs> Carol, brace yourself. Excellent. We're going to be talking about okay. copyright oh. IP a fair amount next mm-hmm. week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh boy, oh boy, right. a thing I know. I literally only know the name Ghostface. I don't know shit about it. Perfection. Good. You're, you're actually be better prepared than people who've seen Scream. Believe it or not. <laughs> a little bit. All right. Until next time. We hope you have fun Good. out there in the fog. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Caro does the physical wave. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>